Can you please introduce yourself? My name is Cecile Wake. I'm the CEO of Arrow Energy, a subsidiary of Shell. What are you doing in Queensland? I'm from Queensland. I graduated from University of Queensland in economics and law in the 1990s. No, I mean, what is Arrow Energy doing? We're fracking and mining for coal seam gas in the Surat Basin. Where's that? It's a big area taking in the area south of Bowen, the headwaters of the Condamine and so on. Where are your mines? In places like Chinchilla on the Darling Downs, not far from Dolby. How many wells do you have there? About 40. Are they profitable? Not really. Why are you here then? We hope to expand our mine heads by a factor of 10 and then we'll be profitable. How's that? We need to produce more gas and the cost of production is high in this part of the world. Why is that? We're used to dealing with farmers in the third world. They're mainly peasants, whereas the farmers we deal with here have university degrees. Oh, that does not sound like the Queensland I grew up in. The National Party had difficulty getting farmers who could read and add up in order to run for a state election. Things have moved on since the days of Bjelke Peterson. Apart from farmers, who do you deal with? The Minister for Energy, Renewables and Hydrogen and for Public Works and Procurement. Anyone else? The Minister for Resources and Minister for Regional Development and Manufacturing and Minister for Water. Sounds like the environment is pretty important in your job. Well, yes, coal seams contain water. We pump water from coal seams to lower inseam pressure, releasing trapped gas and allowing it to flow to coal seam gas wells. Did the Lock the Gate mob oppose coal seam gas and fracking? Who did you say? Lock the Gate farmers. To be honest, I've never heard of them. They were farmers concerned that you were interfering with the groundwater and that that would affect the 25,000 water bores in Queensland. We answered the complaints of the few farmers who were concerned. So how come you have so few wells? As I say, the farmers we deal with have university degrees and drive a hard bargain. The royalties we pay them are considerable. But the farmers don't own the coal seam. Well, yes, the state owns the seams where we drill, which can be deep beneath the surface of agricultural land. Then how do you get at coal seam? Yes. We've come up with an innovative process. On intensively farmed land on, say, the Darling Downs, we group multiple wells on single large pads. From the surface, the bores slant away at around 70 degrees to intersect multiple thin coal seams. And what is that called? Deviated drilling. It lets us reach the same amount of gas underground from a much smaller area on the surface. Which means you don't have to deal with so many farmers. Yes, I suppose that's true. It reduces our impacts on high production farmland. But farmers tend to buy out other farmers and so in the end we're dealing with some pretty big agribusinesses. Yes, I've never quite understood farmers who have a lock-the-gate triangle right in beside a for-sale sign. As I say, I've never come across Lock the Gate. Alan Jones, the radio shock jock from Sydney, was one of them. He came from the Darling Downs and knew the leader of Lock the Gate, Drew Hutton, who was a perennial candidate for the Greens. Oh, I was a partner at a leading international law firm, Herbert Smith Freehills, in London for nearly 10 years, so that may be why I haven't heard of Lock the Gate. Doesn't the drilling cause sinkholes? What mining operation doesn't? There are sinkholes everywhere. What do you do in your spare time? I represented Australia in modern pentathlon at seven world championships and multiple world cups. 
I'm a member of the University of Queensland Senate and I have a husband and two children. Oh, is that all? The only UQ senators I've ever heard of are Sally Ann Atkinson, former Lord Mayor of Brisbane, an ex-ABC journo by the name of Lee Duffield, and Melissa Naidu, a doctor and medical executive. Oh, I don't know them. I look forward to meeting them. It sounds like you should be working for a bigger company rather than having to deal with 40 pesky Queensland farmers. Oh, I am a director of Shell. We're a global petrochemical company with more than 80,000 employees in more than 70 countries. I'm on the board of the Australian Derivative. Those farmers had better watch out. Aren't you worried that one of your kids will pick up on the words of Greta Thunberg and participate in the school strike for climate action? What words would they be? You know, the speech where Greta furiously attacked world leaders at the United Nations. Let's have a listen. This is all wrong. I shouldn't be up here. I should be back in school on the other side of the ocean. Yet you all come to us young people for hope. How dare you? You have stolen my dreams and my childhood with your empty words, and yet I'm one of the lucky ones. People are suffering, people are dying, entire ecosystems are collapsing. We are in the beginning of a mass extinction, and all you can talk about is money and fairy tales of eternal economic growth. How dare you? For more than 30 years, the science has been crystal clear. How dare you continue to look away and come here saying that you're doing enough when the politics and solutions needed are still nowhere in sight. You say you hear us and that you understand the urgency. But no matter how sad and angry I am, I do not want to believe that. Because if you really understood the situation and still kept on failing to act, then you would be evil and that I refuse to believe. Do you use gas in your home? What's that got to do with it? People who benefit by the use of the gas produced should not be standing on their high horse lecturing us when we're doing our best to transition to renewable energy. All right, that'll be the last gas stove we'll ever have. But <laughs> isn't Greta criticising the whole system of fossil fuel extraction to make profits while forgetting about the harm that this is doing nature? We operate in a way that respects nature and we work to protect ecosystems. Minimising our environmental impact and setting goals to improve helps us find better ways to operate. We've had guiding principles and standards in place for many years. Now we're stepping up our environmental ambitions and shaping them to contribute to the UN Sustainable Development Goals. But don't you inflate the price of gas at the wellhead so that you can make a loss here when you sell it Overseas? We meet all our obligations under transfer pricing agreements with the Australian Tax Office. What is transfer pricing? We use... We use the arm's length principle when... Do you want to just keep... Wait till he's finished that? Wait till he's finished. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Oh, okay. 
But don't you inflate the price of gas at the wellhead so that you can make a loss here when you sell it overseas? We meet all our obligations under transfer pricing agreements with the Australian Tax Office. What is transfer pricing? We use the arm's length principle when pricing our gas on the international market. This is a benchmark set by the Australian Tax Office. Why then, when I look up Arrow Energy's tax transparency report, it comes up with a blank page on your website, despite your company having an estimated annual revenue currently of $295.5 million per year. Why has your tax record been removed? That is commercial in-confidence information. We meet all our current tax obligations. We provide 510 jobs in Queensland and safely and sustainably supply gas to the Townsville and Swanbank power stations, among others. We have been doing this since the early 2000s. How is that possible And all you do is provide fossil fuels for consumption? Our parent company, Shell Global, is working to become a net zero emissions energy business by 2050, in step with society's progress towards the goal of the UN Paris Agreement on Climate Change. What does that mean here in Australia? Cars, trucks, motorbikes are only the only part of the economy producing more emissions every year. There is actually a growth in CO2 emissions in transport, isn't there? Shell are addressing that by putting in charging points for electric vehicles right across the country. We have the full support of state and federal governments. I think we should leave it there. The Garden of Eden is no more.
our house is on fire. I'm here to say our house is on fire.